everyone, and thanks for joining me today at itchyourseason.live, where we're just going to work on eating more veg. So this is a spinoff of the original itchyourseason.live, and we're going to just talk about how to eat more veg, more grains, more or anything that looks like a plant. So you don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be vegetarian for this podcast. We just want you to enjoy eating more veg. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of It's Your Season.Live. And this is the plant-based series where we're working towards eating more plants and less meat. So in my last podcast, what I shared with you was some tips on how to choose your breakfast and maybe your other dishes during the week so you're not eating the same thing. Some people like that. That's totally fine. But, you know, I see a lot on Facebook groups and other messages. People tell me, what can I do to eat more diverse? So I gave you tips in the last podcast podcast on May 20th. And today I'm going to talk about cuisines. And so there are many different ways you can enjoy plant-based in different cuisines. So that's what I'm focusing on in my new cookbook. And I wanted to share some tips with you today. So what we did is write down a list of all the cuisines that we enjoy. So the cuisines we enjoy are Spanish, French, Italian, Greek, Indian, Americana. That's what I call it. Anything from Cajun to fried chicken. Um, And some Southern specialties, Southwest, Tex-Mex, and Um, in that category, and then Asian and Thai. And so what do I do with that? Well, I do want to, one reason I do that is to make sure that I have, I'm using diverse grains and vegetables and produce and lentils and beans. And the other is just to give us some variety because we like to eat and we like to eat out and we enjoy experiencing different cultures through cuisine. So we can certainly do that through plant-based, plants first, plant slant, plant forward, whatever you want to call it just eating more plants. So I'm going to start out with Spain uh, because what I do, let me backtrack just a moment. I put these on the refrigerator and then it gives me an idea maybe what we haven't eaten in a while or if I'm just kind of like, what do I want to eat? I can go, well, we haven't eaten Spanish or Southwest in a while. Let's do that. But I'm from Texas. I will tell you, we eat a lot of Tex-Mex. But for Spain, what was interesting, I've been to Spain once, I'd like to go back, and but during the pandemic, we did some staycations, and so during that time frame of two years, we, I was doing a lot of experimenting, visiting cultures, actually chatting with people on Facebook with different cafes um, that were um, in Europe, and they were doing takeout and so forth because of the pandemic, but I was also being able to go out and look at their menus so Spain, Spain, Spain and Portugal. And so what's interesting about Spain is you have these small plates and a lot of them are vegan. We think of them as meat and cheese, but for Spain, there's chickpeas and uh, spinach. And I made some vegan meatballs that were excellent. So something in the Spanish category of small plates. So that was um, that was fun. I love doing a Spain, Spain, and you know Spain's pretty much paprika and saffron. So if you look at your chart uh, in my cookbooks, there are cuisine charts that talk about what are the common herbs and spices and nuts and seeds used in those countries. So Spain, you're going to use some Arcona almonds or any kind of almonds wherever you are. Paprika, saffron, and I love paprika. And there are four, at least four different kinds of paprika that you can play with. So Spain isn't just kind of boring of doing um, 
omelets um, and potatoes, you're using all these wonderful, really earthy spices as well. So enjoy Spain, and at least at a minimum, do some chickpeas and spinach. You can do a vegan omelet. You can do patatas bravas or perfect. You can do mushrooms. So lots of good, you can do a nice kale Spanish salad. So lots of cool stuff there. So for French, it's again about the herbs. It's French lentils. Think about that. Um, Hericovert, your green beans, your... um, flagellate beans. So lots of beans in these cultures. And that's kind of fun because you think, well, I don't want to always do the same old beans. How can I make them better? You can literally take a can of cannellini beans and make them Spanish or French or Italian or Greek just by virtue of what spices you put in them and your herbs. French tarragon, French herbs, um, French, I love making the French sauces. So for me, in experimenting, expanding what I do with plant-based is really the French mother sauces, learning how to do a really quick white wine sauce that you can use on many things, a bechamel sauce, um, a velouté. And so I know I'm throwing my cookbook out there, but it's in the cookbook. So just fun ways to do French. Also, panisse is always good. There's a really great gnocchi, um, a French gnocchi that is plant-based that you can use. So there's some options. So don't think that because you're plant-based, you can't experience wonderful cuisines. The next uh, one that we do, obviously, is a lot of Italian. That's number one on everybody's list because a lot of times when you go out to a restaurant and they say, oh, we offer something vegan or plant-based, it's spaghetti sauce on pasta. Well, who can't do that at home? So you want to take it to the next level with your Italian herbs and spices of fennel and oregano and thyme and um, not just your pastas. You can uh, certainly, we, we, for a quick one, will buy because every once in a while you have to have your pizza. We don't have it very often. But what I like to do for an Italian pizza is, uh, which is pretty much, there's lots of pizzas out there. I learned how to make a Turkish pizza, actually. My vegan class was lovely. But for Italian, we use the meat crumbles. That's up to you on whether you want to use them or not. You can use smoked mushrooms. That's just totally yummy. And But the cheese has always been a, an issue. And a friend of mine reached out to me and asked me, you know, what cheeses do you like? And again, I'm not getting paid for this. I've tasted a lot of them. Some of them are getting so much better, even the store brands are getting much better on their vegan cheeses but my personal favorite is just to use a little bit of veal life feta and a little bit of veal life parm grated parmesan and it's just enough to fool the eye so you know building a better um, pizza with vegetables and herbs and then adding just enough cheese so that it fools the eye you get that nice salty melty but it's not ooey gooey dripping with fat like it, like in the old days, how we used to eat, right? So the other new product that's on the market is Mayoka's um, liquid mozzarella. And I recommend that as well. You don't need a whole lot. We've really cut back on our cheese because it still has a lot of fat in it. It's not saturated fat, but it has a lot of fat in it. But you still want that. Who You know, we're... We are of the uh, be vegan in moderato, not too extreme. So lots of ways to go with Italian, even an Italian salad. Um, I love a grated olive, grated garlic with olive oil just on a salad, and that's it. So lots of ways to go Italian. 
And then there's Greek. So one of my Greek finds was uh, that they eat a lot of black, black-eyed peas. I thought that was interesting, and I'm from the South. So I, in my first cookbook, I do have a Greek soup that is, uh, has black-eyed peas and some different, I think, uh, not couscous, I'm just drawing a blank on what grain it has in it. Um, they do use saffron, they use garlic, they use a lot of oregano. So think about you know, what you could try as Greek. So, you know, we miss, we might miss our, our Greek heroes and our lamb, but there are some ways that you can get those flavor profiles with what I call the umami trio, which is in another one of my videos, understanding how to get that umami in a dish. But Greek, they have their own version of tapas, small plates. Yes, they are island. Yes, they have a lot of fish uh, and you may be choosing to be more pescatarian and maybe vegan with some fish that's you know whatever whatever's your deal is fine this is about eating more plants and just less of something else indian again is very uh interesting because um, we love indian food and it's easy to, for me anyway to transition traditional indian dishes into vegan because you're either using coconut milk or I like to actually break that so there's not quite as much coconut. So coconut milk instead of cream or cashew cream instead of cream. Also, Silk has some very good products now. They have a Silk brand, has half and half and cream that is excellent. And you don't need a whole lot. What I look When I look at traditional recipes and veganizing them, I don't put the full amount because I really try to cut back on the fat too. But you have to have a little bit of fat for mouthfeel. Using that, Indian uses a lot of beans, chickpeas. There's a beautiful black chickpea that's gorgeous. One thing I will throw a shout out to is when you're working in these different cuisines is the beans. And so I look for on the internet for different beans. And I'm also on the Rancho Gordo uh, Bean Club and got some absolutely beautiful Italian um, probably not saying it right. It's a specific kind of Italian chickpea, not like your basic chickpea. I think it's called chicheria. And some black dal that, for Indian cuisine that was absolutely fabulous. So just a shout out. That's one way for you to get some different cuisines in is eat different beans. So Indian, yes, um, I could almost eat Indian every day. And when I say something like that to my husband, I could eat Indian almost every day. And he says, well, the in people in India do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably do eat Indian food every day. Why, why is that a problem for me? Next is Southwest. So that can be anything from an enchilada, a taco, a burrito, anything in that realm. Just, I love to make tostados. I don't know what it is, but I like crunchy. I'm, I'm you know, I grew up in Texas. We ate crunchy tacos. Um, I don't necessarily like to make crunchy tacos, but I love to make crunchy tostados and variations on that with different sauces and spices. Thinking about sauces and spices in all of these cuisines, you know, sometimes we think, oh, it's the meat that makes the cuisine. Yeah, that's true. But really what it is, it's the herbs, the spices, the nuts, and the seeds. It's that blend that really is the cuisine. We can take lamb and do a lamb, Spanish, French, Italian, Greek, Indian, American. We can, we can take a, a, a meat and, and cross cuisines. But what makes the cuisines are those four ingredients that I just talked about. So Asian, absolutely. Stir fries. I've gotten really good at ramen bowls. Uh, I love to use the cruciferous vegetables for 
uh, stir fries or cool salads in the summer. I like to, I like uh, room temperature Asian tossed salads uh, in the summertime. Thai, I have just fall in love with making Thai at home because you have the option of using, again, coconut milk and some of these and peas and sugar peas and asparagus. And I did one with bok choy that was fabulous. And those wonderful Thai spices of ginger and coriander, just just fabulous. And then finally, what I call Americana. Like, what do I, if I want to do kind of throwback maybe standard American diet, but also regional. So thinking about, you know, avocado toast is uh, actually a French tartine, but it's uh, with a Colorado, with a California twist with an avocado. And I, I've made obviously Cajun beans and rice, Cajun gumbo. I don't make fried chicken, but every once in a while I will pick up just because I'm busy sometimes and the products on the market for, Uh, chicken are excellent and low fat, high protein. I don't think you can ask for more than that. Low saturated fat. And some of them are just really good. And every once in a while, I'll do that. Uh, It's not an every week thing. It's maybe once a month, maybe twice a month when I'm extremely busy. I love making a, going back to French for just a moment. One of my favorite uh, lunches is, and I don't do maybe mm, once a month, Um, is get some really good French bread and use some of the better quality sliced cheese and sliced plant-based sandwich meat. It's getting much, much, much better. For a while, that was pretty bad, but it's getting much more realistic and, or what we call the norm, but it doesn't, it doesn't look too overly, it's got a good flavor to it and a good texture. And the color is right because we do eat with our eyes and a little mayo, a little tomato and I feel like I'm just taking a little mini vacation. So that those are some tips on what we do is we I pull together, just keep a list and say, what have we not eaten in a while or what do I have? Because I keep all these herbs, mixes and and uh, spice spices in my spice in my spice cabinet. Spanish, French, Italian, Greek, Indian, Southwest Americana, Asian and Thai. And then every once in a while, um, I'll flex off and not flex off. I will switch gears and we might do something Irish around um, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, There is an excellent, I was surprised at how well Satan did in an Irish stew. It was, you couldn't tell the difference. I thought it was excellent. So that's in the cookbook. Um, I'm German and Czech, mostly Czech. And we eat a lot of sauerkraut. And But I don't eat a whole lot of sausage because those are still in the works and we don't eat them often. But when I do, the Wicked brand, Wicked Kitchen brand, I think has good bratwurst. Sweet Earth has good bratwurst. Some of the others have good ones, but they have a little bit too much fat for my taste. But there are some excellent bratwursts out there and sausages. So every once in a while we'll do that, but I don't really have a craving for it. Because I realized now that I don't eat so much of it, how much how much fat it had. Again, a lot just depends on your taste, but there's lots of options out there for you to experience the world and cuisines to give some diversity into your plants first, plant slant, plant rich, whatever you want to call it, eat more plants, lifestyle. So I hope you found this podcast helpful today. And uh, shoot me a message if you have any questions, some ideas, some of your favorite cuisine dishes. I shared some of mine. And just an alternative ways that you can enjoy eating more plants and enjoy the goodness of the earth too and all these wonderful cuisines that we have. Have a great day and see you next time.
Thanks for joining me today. I hope you received some cool new tips on how to eat more veg. Uh, please be sure and join me at itsyourseason.life on YouTube, on our website, on Instagram. Just look up either IYSL, Lisa Boson, or itsyourseason.life is the website. So stay with me and let's just eat more veg.